cause pain, illness, and early death. The medicine hinges on the understanding that our thoughts and our beliefs are connected to our health and well-being. Instead of being stuck as victims of our body's ailments, we can learn to listen to our hurts and pains. This information can help us make the hard changes we want and need to make to live more vibrant lives. I am grateful to Northrop and other innumerable warriors, in person and in print, who have shared their hard-earned knowledge and pitfalls with me. They shine light on my path as I learn to lay tracks destined for health and happiness. As I am easily sidetracked, the echo of their lessons provides me with continual help and deep personal insight. The cornerstone of what I have learned from books and continue to relearn throughout my life is that with illness comes a possibility of assimilating one's life lessons. That courage and sensuality require energy and that energy is boosted with conscious breathing and good posture. Listening as I read Reading the Zahir, a novel of obsession by Paulo Coelho, I learned that every reader hears the parts of the book that speak to them. Coelho explains that every book is the reader's own adventure and journey. No two readers have the same experience. In a movie, you are taken on someone else's journey, whereas when you read a book, you venture on your own path. A reader hears some phrases more loudly than they were written mutes some, and bypasses others. I was able to verify this concept myself when twenty years later I reread The Unbearable Lightness of Being by Milan Kundera. Though I had remembered the plot, my older self was struck by passages and phrases that did nothing for me as a seventeen-year-old. Each passage of Birthing Orgasms, Time and Money means something to me, but what you hear, and more importantly feel, is likely very different from my experience or my experience of this book twenty years from today. The conclusions we reach while reading tell us more about ourselves than the book itself. In this way, every book and every moment in life becomes an opportunity for us to look in the mirror. I haven't always liked what I have seen in the mirror. What I was, and struggle not to be, is an over-efficient, goal-oriented person whose thoughts are on the task in the future while the tired body tries to catch up, perpetually behind and forever failing. My kids figured me out quickly. When he was four, I overheard my son explain to his two-year-old sister that when I said, uh-huh, it meant I was not listening so that was a good time to ask for candy. I still get caught saying yes like that, even when I don't hear the question. Often this habit gets me in more trouble than candy right before dinner. Turning to books for help and answers, I laughed when I read in Dan Millman's book, Way of the Peaceful Warrior, that I won't find the answers to my deepest questions in a book, that I need to figure it out for myself. 
The character teaches that all the answers to all my questions and concerns are within myself. This seems so esoteric and intangible to me. I have all my own answers. I struggle just to formulate and write down the questions. The problem, as explained by way of the peaceful warrior, is that I don't know how to read my own body's wisdom. This, apparently, is why I am stuck relying on reading and listening to others, then left wondering if they are right. How does one learn to read, listen to, and understand one's own self and body? I didn't know, and still don't really know. Thus, I continue to read and listen to outside sources. However, in addition to reading and listening to the wisdom of others, I also try to listen to myself, and I pay attention to my reaction. I pay attention.